to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Indeed, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'll tell you, we have had some heated conversations so far today. Very, very inspiring for so many of you. And thank you for sharing all of your really cool emails and all the cards now that you're sending. Now you found out where my office is, so we're just welcoming all of it. Welcome to the show. We've got, again, another fabulous, inspirational conversation today with Reverend Dr. Kathy Young. Lewis. She is joining me here today. Wow. Fresh, fresh, fresh back from Egypt. And she's joining me here today as the senior minister for the Center for Spiritual Living and the spiritual director. She is here uh, joining me here today as she does uh, each and every month. And we're, we're thrilled to have her because each conversation, as we like to say, is a progressive conversation. It's a pathway to knowing all that we are and to get rid of limitation and lack. This is something that I know very well that she does and inspires others to do. So today she's joining us uh, fresh from Egypt and we're talking with her about all paths leading to God. Welcome to the show and welcome, welcome home. Oh, it's good to be home. It's good to be home. Even with the moisture and the gray clouds, it's okay. Because <laughs> you've been kind of out in the desert. In the desert, in the sunshine. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's rough. <laughs> I wish I could believe that. I, you know, I'm a desert girl myself, so I mean, you know, I, once in a while, it's okay. My skin took the toll in oh, a very short it? time, uh-huh. but you know, it's nice to be surrounded by blue skies and and sun for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, the, this is a trip that you've done before, and um, I wanted to talk about this. I know today we're going to be looking at, looking at all paths, paths leading to to God, and you know, we hear that from different different people that talk about religion and talk about spirituality and i wanted to ask you though i mean how has this most recent trip led to a new meaning for you in that way well i you know two things come to mind the first one is is that going to another country that where they do take I mean, I shouldn't say they i, I want I, you know you never use an all in this statement or or anything like that but uh uh, it seems to me like a huge percentage of the people take their spiritual practice very seriously. Mm. Whereas in the United States, we might call ourselves a something. We might call ourselves a Catholic or we might call ourselves a Protestant or a Methodist or a born again or whatever, um, or even a Buddhist or whatever. But I'm not so sure that w- such a huge part of the population is so dedicated to their spiritual practice and connecting with their God. And in Egypt, that that seems to be it. And and they're, I guess the, the idea of all paths lead to God, they... They they are just so in love. It seems to be they're so in love, and they're they get tears in their eyes when they figure out that you love God as much as they do, even though we may call our God something different. And that that was a wonderful thing to be exposed to. And um, I guess the other thing that I want to just um, just point out is that sometimes we can be so swept up by the media that we get. Uh, tainted by the 
by the radicals whatever they might be mm-hmm. and we forget that all religions have radicals right. <laughs> I mean, hopefully right. there you know there's always those that will do things in the name of god that we wish they wouldn't do but most people when they're really on a spiritual path um that path does something beautiful to their hearts yeah and you know having radicals in, in religion is not something new see we think it's like new no, it's not really, is no, it? No, it's just that the media is getting it now. But if you read history, <laughs> there's always been a radical out there and usually doing pretty icky stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to thank you for joining us here today. I mean, some of some of what we do is we talk about uh, spirituality and today talking about your recent trip from Egypt. And I wanted to ask you how how that trip represents something symbolic in the greater picture of spirituality, because I've always been attracted to Egypt. I mean, from a, from a very early age, when I saw my first statue, and it was this little plastic thing of ISIS, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what it was. Mm-hmm. It was just like this really cool painted gold wing thing. Yeah. You know? And since now, if you go into my office, you see a number of these. But I've always been drawn to that. I wanted to ask you, what do you believe the draw is for people to, you know, their their connection to Egypt? Uh, You know, I think for a lot of us, if we... If we were interested in world history, it just seems like the place where you can get so much world history since it's hard to study world history without having a huge dose of Egypt. Mm -hmm. If you study um, the history of art, you're going to be exposed to Egyptian art. Uh, So perhaps we're drawn to it, first of all, because of our own studies. Mm -hmm. But then once they get there, I am shocked and amazed at how many people are influenced by that culture. And I think it's because... There's just something so old and so primal about being there. Uh, The first time I went into an Egyptian temple, which was probably, I don't know, maybe 14 years ago, I said, oh my goodness, this is the beginning of Judaism and Christianity. Mm. Because that was, that's in the temple was the Trinity. And in the temple, uh, the Temple of Solomon was based on the temples in Egypt. It's just, there's, it's not the same, 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 but it was such a huge influence on what we would call Judeo-Christian religion. And, and, and what I wanted to ask you about is that, you know, many, many folks that I know and even myself, and when we go to these other lands and we actually stand on the land, you know, there is a different connection. And I wanted to ask you, you've been there several times. Is it different each time you go? It's different each time I go. And um, so I can't expect... Like I want to go into place and get the same buzz uh-huh. or whatever I got or the same mystical experience. And that doesn't happen. Uh-huh. But um, still something is happening. I noticed that ha- things were happening for the people that were with me. And and I came back different. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure when it happened or how it happened, but I am different. What is the, uh, from your perspective, what is the experience like to actually stand on this sacred ground? And how does that experience help us understand that we are all one? You know, I think if there's just this reverence for the, for the ongoing um, desire of human beings to connect with something greater than themselves. Mm-hmm. And so, man, it, it's Wow, 4,000, 4,500, 5,000 years ago, people were 
doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. They wanted to connect with something greater than themselves. They wanted to understand it. I don't understand it. I doubt they understood it, but I do understand their longing for it. And mm-hmm. that's that uh, connects us through time and history, even though it's a very short time in the big scheme of things. 5,000 years isn't much. Right. But who? where can we go in the United States and see something was built 5,000 years ago? <laughs> I, they, they talk in, in millennia. We talk in hundreds of years. Yeah, or it's, decades. Yeah, this is beautiful. <laughs> right. It's a wonderful thing. It, it's, uh, it keeps you humble. You know, it, I love the idea that it keeps you, uh, you humble because there's a part of humility that I think we all look at in our journey and our lives. And, you know, I can only imagine what it's like to be standing that close to the pyramids and just be in awe, like, how the heck did this even get here? Yeah. It's it, actually what we what we do is we stay at a hotel that's right across the street from Oh, home. wow. So when you wake up in the morning and there's this huge thing and it's not a mountain. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Staring at you in the right. window. That's pretty amazing. I, I it still takes my breath away. Every single time it takes my breath away. And, you know, I want to mention to everyone, Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis is joining us here today. And we're talking about uh, all paths leading to God. And uh, she's fresh from her trip uh, to Egypt where she traveled and journeyed with a group of people. And so part of this is looking at the sacredness of the journey and the sacredness of within. And so we're going to be talking about some of the places that she actually visited and uh, and how each of those represent symbolically or otherwise are tapped to 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 god is there a place that you so look forward to going to when you get to egypt or does it change well uh since you mentioned isis uh Philae, which is the temple of isis on a wonderful beautiful um island in the middle of of the nile it's a it's it's not only picturesque and serene and lovely in its surroundings and the way that it was made it's also got a tremendous amount of creative energy in it mm. because isis does represent it's just a symbol it's a, a symbol of that ancients tried to put into form of the ability to bring things together and create something new Wow. You know, let's uh, let's take a short break. We're going to be looking at um, more of this conversation, what it means to be on sacred ground. How do you find the sacredness within you? Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis is joining us here today. I want to make sure that everybody has a website because there's lots of really cool information there, a lot of audio information as well as video and information about the center. So you could go to spiritualliving.org and make sure you put two L's there, like spiritual living dot org and go there and check out the website and find out about the services and you've heard uh, the choir uh, the music from the choir play on the show eric desadel was joining us here about a week or so ago we'll take a short break when we come back is there a sacred journey that you want to take what does it mean to you why does it symbolize an opening for your pathway to spirit god allah universe, whatever you call it. We'll be hearing from uh, Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis about that. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Stop surviving. Start living. This is the year to bring your practice and your patience to the next level. Come to the workshop that can help you transform your practice and your life. See how beliefs affect our bodies and learn specific techniques for creating optimal health. 
sponsored by the Institute of Healing Arts and Sciences. This workshop will help you do all of this and more. Register now for Merging Alternative and Traditional Therapies, April 11th through the 13th in Hartford, Connecticut. Call 866-303-HEAL. Chocolate, not only sensual, but powerful. Shasai Dark Unprocessed Chocolate, highest level of antioxidants in a simple food. Did you know science has shown dark chocolate could help you lose weight? Did you know that you can actually improve your overall health by eating dark chocolate? Or that you can enjoy eating chocolate three or more times a day, guilt-free? Did you know that chocolate actually has a bliss factor? Life with chocolate couldn't be sweeter. Lifewithchocolate.net One world, one heart, one song. You're invited to the Global Heart Benefit Concert on February 29th. Let your soul be lifted and celebrate with us our deep intention to be of service to our greater global family. This special benefit concert supports the powerful demonstration of faith in action by groups dedicated to building a better future for everyone. Children's Hospital, Habitat for Humanity, Country Doctor, Earth Corps and University Church's Emergency Fund, featuring the Choir of Light and joined by special musical guest Leora Cash, Canada's leading gospel jazz vocalist. The Global Heart Benefit Concert, February 29th, 7.30 p.m. at the Center for Spiritual Living in Seattle. Visit spiritualliving.org for more information. Sign up for the Dr. Pat Show weekly newsletter, giving you the week's guest lineup promotions, sponsor giveaways, and listing seminars and events such as this one. Go to thedrpatshow.com and register now. Are you living the life you want? Dr. Lisa Cooney motivates, inspires, and educates listeners with practical tools to align their power with their passion, their life with their vision, and their spirit with their mission. Dr. Lisa teaches you how to attract abundance, how to manifest your dreams, and to live in truth integrity and love she'll share with you powerful tools for co-creating the life you deserve empowering your inner leader and living your life balanced in mind body and spirit these tools have been successfully used for over 10 years by participants in her life empowerment action program tune in to cultivating presence the psychology of soul with dr lisa cooney fridays at 11 a.m pacific or listen live at the drpatshow.com Remember, you're listening to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I am so thrilled and honored to have Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis joining us here today. And I want to mention the website again, which is www.spiritualliving.org. That's spiritualliving.org. And when you go there, there's going to be lots of information. You'll be able to take a look at the Northwest Flood Relief and much more. You'll get information about the services that occur both uh, during the week and the classes as well as services on the weekend. So there's lots of information, books, CDs, prayer support, you name it, it's there. And information about retreats because you too could go on the next trip with Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann 
to Egypt or the many other places she goes. Oh, wow. <laughs> She's got to go to the website or figure out how to find out about them. Uh, you know, we were talking about the many places you've been. Now, how many times have you been to Egypt? This, that was my fourth. Okay, that's your fourth time. And so the question that would come up, you know, a natural question would be, do you ever get tired of it? Not so far. Not so far. I mean, it, you know, it's hard to imagine. And what are some of the places that you go see and you go visit? And you have a special relationship with folks over there. Yes, I do. As I well. have a really... So you have the inside I do. track. I, I do have an inside track. I have probably, uh, because I got him, I found him when he was first starting out. I have a wonderful guide. I have a, oh. who started out as a guide. Now he's got his own tour company and, and he, he knows a lot of people. He's just, he's such a networker. And so we get, we get just opportunities that very, very few people get. So for instance, we, um, we go into the Great Pyramid by ourselves oh, for wow. two hours to just meditate in the King's Chamber. And and we have a special entrance into the Temple of Philae for the Temple of Isis. Uh, in fact, actually, we got kind of spoiled. It's like such a shock when we have to show up and have <laughs> have time with tourists. Because most of the places we go, we go by ourselves. Mm. That, and that is special. It really is a whole different experience. It's a very different and experience. And it's actually very unusual. Very so that's unusual. special. It is very special. We went to the, the museum in Cairo, Cairo Museum by ourselves, after hours. Oh, yeah. Wow. That was pretty amazing to walk through that huge, huge, huge building, uh, just wandering around by ourselves. It was one, well, we had guides to explain things if you wanted them to, but sometimes you just want to sit and just take it in. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when we think about taking it in and we think about the places you've been, and now we're talking specifically about, about Egypt, you know, part of this is looking at our pathway and yeah. our pathway to get to spirituality. And certainly for me, it has been through some of the places that I've visited where I've been able to be in touch with a part of myself that I didn't know existed. Yeah. And it's, sometimes you can get on a plane and do that. And sometimes I think it just has a lot to do with getting out of your rut and your routine. Mm. I think that people have perhaps just as spiritual, just as, as spiritual experience going away. Uh, many of us in our church go to Rainbow Lodge, which is a wonderful facility. And sometimes just going to North Bend makes all the difference. Why? Because you're not having to worry about what you do. You're, you're on someone else's schedule. You're not answering telephones. You're not doing emails. You're not having to uh, take care of the kids. In fact, you don't even have to plan your meals. What a wonderful relief. And I think being out of that routine, we can touch something that gets uh, almost covered over. Uh, it gets, it gets, it's still there. I mean, spirit's always there and our essence is always there. But I think it can be covered over by just the, the mundane necessities that we call life. Mm -hmm. And it's a huge spiritual practice to make the mundane your spiritual practice. Yes. <laughs> and it's so it's possible. But oftentimes, just getting out of your rut is such a huge relief. And then all of a sudden you discover that, that you do have a connection and there is something glorious going on inside of you. 
And, you know, believe me, uh, I know that if we stop for a minute to think about it, we could probably pick out one or two or three or four different little ruts we might be into mm-hmm. these days and do that with, you know, loving kindness for ourselves. But, you know, what you've said is so important because um, it is a matter of practice, isn't it? It is a matter of stopping and saying, I really do have to pay attention to my spirituality. I do have to t- pay attention. I have to I have to make this sacred. And, you know, spirituality is not, it's sometimes even when we talk about it, it's like something we try to strive for, or something we try to um, uh, develop or find within ourselves. And really, it's it's about seeing the spirit in the in the secular so to see to i think a real spiritual practice is seeing the significance of just being kind to somebody the significance Mm -hmm. of the way we speak the significance of the way we act the significance of the stillness in between our 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 conversations in our head and that that's really beautiful and it's simpler sometimes when we're outside of our rut. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, I hope that everyone that went on this trip, and I know that I'm different, I hope that we all have had had such a, um, a spark lit within us that we're taking that spark back to our lives. You know, what we, what we call our jobs and mm-hmm. our families and, and our neighborhoods. Sometimes we're forever changed. I hope so. Yeah, don't you think? I hope so. I amen to that. And, you know, one of the things I wanted to ask you, even though we travel abroad and we go to these places and we visit and we are touched in our hearts and beyond, um, how close are we to understanding the experience, for example, over in Egypt? How close are we to the actual people that live there and live and breathe this every day with these incredible structures? I mean, what do they believe about ISIS, about the pyramids that are either in line with what we believe or different? Well, you have to, I think if you're going to take the time, kind of journey that we want to have, which which becomes a very spiritual journey, you have to have someone that's in in line with that. So uh, three of our guides, two are Muslim, uh, ver- but very open-minded Muslims, and one was a Christian, a uh, Coptic Christian, and very open-minded. I mean, he's the first one to say, feel it, feel it. Uh, are you feeling this? It doesn't matter what the books say. You can read a book. <laughs> now, feel the energy. And sure enough, when we would stop there would be a difference and wow. we could tell and people could even enumerate it and I'm, I'm sure that if you could have blindfolded people and they'd been able to feel the difference and so it was so wonderful that he was willing to say you know you can get really caught up in fact that's the biggest difference we had in this trip is to ask people to not take pictures until afterwards because we could get so caught up in the busyness of taking a picture because right. you're seeing something that's 4,000 years old and you've never seen anything like it before but then we, we didn't feel the essence of this place of this very holy place so uh, we had very open minded very um, <laughs> new thought new age Muslim Christian guides who were perfect for us. There is a place that then isn't there, Kathy M, where we all do come together, even though we hear in the pop culture and the media, actually I was talking about this in the last show, we hear about how different we are. And I guess the question I want to ask you is, you know, when we're, t- when we're looking about all paths leading to God, are we really that different? Well, I think, I think that this is, uh, that's such a generalized question. I think that the the closer we come to the very heart of any teaching, the closer we will see that we're on the same paths. Uh, and that's a path towards our own spiritual nature. 
But if we're on the fringe and we're more about how it's outpictured and we're more about the dogma and the tradition and the trappings, <laughs> then we can seem very different. Mm-hmm. Because it's very different. They pray five times a day and they bow and, you know, they're on their, their knees and their forehead. And, and that seems very different. So if I only look at it that way... It seems different. But if I see the tears in their eyes when I would sell someone, for instance, uh, in one of the markets, I wanted to buy in Arabic the 99 names of God because they believe there's 99 names of God. In fact, there's actually 100, but if they told you the 100th, you know, you might transcend or something. So there's, I wanted to get the 99 names of God and I bought it and I guess no one else is buying this. This is something you buy for your own home. And this guy came over to me and said, why would you buy that? And I said, because I love God. And he got tears in his eyes. Mm. This is just somebody on the street. He just thought it was so amazing that American could love God that much. See, their idea of us is that we don't. Um, so w- once we get to that heart, we share that heart. But if I get just to the trappings of this is how I pray and that's how you pray and this is what I call God and that's what you call God, then we're never going to meet and we'll never understand our our common longing. Was there ever a time in, uh, you know, I've never asked this question. But this is like one of these questions that like when I was in Catholic school, if you asked this question, you probably got expelled. Well, I got expelled anyway. Um, but it's... It, 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 it so matter. you should have asked the question. So, on that one. Anyway, Thanks, Pat. Uh, well, you know, and, and I guess this is a question I've been asking since I was very little. I did. I got kicked out of Catholic boarding school at seven years old. Have you ever oh, heard of man. that? It was the best thing that ever happened to me then. Oh. But the question that I would ask, I would probe questions like this. They, they should set up a therapy fund for kids that are expelled at seven. I mean, really? Actually, I should get a tax credit for that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Um, But part of the questions is I've always been, I've always been curious. And, you know, part of my curiosity is, was there ever a moment in history where there truly was only one God? You know what I mean? Before religions, before dogma before i mean there had to be a you know there had to be like this what this is like my little fantasy there had to be like this one human being that woke up one day and said oh i think there's god well (laughs) you know probably they've since since some of the earliest sketches on the on the caves are 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 animals and then people's interpretations of what was happening beyond their own ideas i think there was always this longing to know about something greater than ourselves mm-hmm. so, but i don't know that the people at that time would a call it god mm-hmm. or b have the ability to decipher because i think the more primitive we are the more localized we became mm-hmm. and tribal and so i think there was one god but it was their god that's right and it wasn't your god yeah i think we're evolving as a culture and be, and through the media and everything else that as we become more of a global village and we see that this this one world we're all interacting together and whatever we do affects each other we're actually think i think beginning to see that there is a god beyond what we've called it mm. and that perhaps people are waking up to the idea of one god just but calling it what they want to call it. Absolutely. Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis joining me here today. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the rituals, the celebrations, and the practices. We'll be right back. Veda 
is a meditation and spiritually inspired retail store in Kirkland specializing in unique books, art, gifts, and home decor. Veda's mission is to create a nurturing and inspiring shopping experience, providing a path to unity, serenity, and self-knowledge. Veda in Kirkland has a talented in-house interior designer who can help you create beautiful sacred spaces at home. They offer workshops, recovery meetings, angel readings, artist showings, and much more. Veda has comfortable seating by the fireplace where you are invited to relax and soak in the serenity. There is a recovery section complete with books, coins, literature, and recovery-inspired gifts. Veda is located in the newest commercial part of Kirkland, just south of Park Place. Visit VedaKirkland.com or, better yet, visit Veda in Kirkland at 395 Kirkland Avenue. Remember, VedaKirkland.com. See you there. Louise Hay has shown millions of people how to heal their lives. You can be next. Now, Louise's inspirational life story is captured in the new You Can Heal Your Life, the movie. This loving portrait of Louise and the impact of her life work features guest appearances by Wayne Dyer, Cheryl Richardson, Doreen Virtue, and more. See the movie that's changing lives, now available on DVD. To watch a free preview, visit www.youcanhealyourlifemovie.com. Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson Pain Relief and Healing Cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. We know you hurt. We want to help. We are so sure that Topperson will work for you. We offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief without side effects just ask for Topperson. Topperson is now available at Fred Meyer Natural Food and other fine stores go to Topperson.com for a store near you or call 1-800-959-1007 Topperson.com or 1-800-959-1007 Topperson the last pain medicine you'll ever need and you can sleep on that picture yourself standing in the ancient stone circle of Stonehenge or gazing in awe at Egypt's Great Pyramid and Sphinx. Visualize participating in shamanic ceremonies at Machu Picchu or receiving a timely message from the Oracle of Delphi. Rejuvenate your path of personal growth and renew your spirit by traveling to the world's sacred sites with Body, Mind, Spirit Journeys and other like-minded travelers. Visit BodyMindSpiritJourneys.com or call 800-231-9811. Some people know a good thing when they hear it. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis here joining me today. And the music that you're hearing is beautiful, beautiful music by the choir, correct? Our choir. 
And they have a, an upcoming concert. This Friday with Leora Cash, who's just the, probably, should we bring her in from Vancouver, B.C.? And she's got a voice that will just knock your socks off. And we have something special to give away today for you. Uh, we'd like to invite uh, the first two callers uh, that call in, comments or question. We are going to be giving you a copy of the new choir CD. And that is going to include some of the music from this upcoming weekend. So actually going to give you something that isn't quite finished yet so you're kind of being like the first in the gate to uh, get some uh, very inspirational sort of beautiful like an music IPO. yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's right. This is this is hot off the press. Not even happened yet. Uh, and the way to do that is give us a shout right now. Benny will pick up the phones. One eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. That's toll free. One eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. And we'll take the first two callers. Um, you know, when I before the break, I talked about you know spiritual practice because I would imagine that you went over to Egypt, but there was you didn't all of a sudden go over to Egypt and then you know. There wasn't any spiritual practice. And so when we talk about spiritual practice, what is it that we're talking about that helps us create that pathway to God? You know, a spiritual practice is probably as, as there's probably as many numerous spiritual practices as there are religions and people. Um, but there's five that I've noticed uh, show up in a lot of major traditions. The first one is prayer. And then all the ways to pray, whether it's in a mosque or on a prayer rug or or uh, I remember I was in one religion where you had to fold your arms a certain way. So, you know, there's always a, a way to pray, but it's that connection. It's not praying for something, but it's praying to connect with something mm-hmm. and to be consciously connected. I'm not sure God's ever out there some so far away that we can't reach it. Um, that's not our, our that's not our teaching or even what I even vaguely remember or, or try to to talk about, but it's getting conscious of are we are we connecting with that thing that's greater than ourselves? So we start there. The second thing that we go into, um, or the second spiritual practice that a lot of people um, practice is meditation. It's becoming very still. I'm sure lots of people listening have done that. There's also service, and we don't talk about that as much, but right. that's uh, karma yoga. That's a very Hindu tradition. That's, that's loving God by loving others and serving God by serving others. And for some people, it's just their way of connecting. Um, there's study. Many people are into religions that 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 study the word and the syllables and the meanings and the deeper meanings and and that's a spiritual practice and the last one is giving and that's actually sharing uh, a part of your substance because uh, in the bible it says uh, you know where your heart where your treasure is there your heart is also and so where do you put your treasure mm-hmm. ask yourself where's the flow going because that's going to show you what you really value and what you really think is important and you can't get away from that and, and, you know, part of the conversation that we've been having on the show and, you know, questions that have coming in from our listeners is this question of why if, for example, and I'm just going to, I'm not picking on the movie The Secret because I think it really opened up uh, the law of attraction to people that had never heard about it. But why is it that so many people thought that you could watch a movie like that and instantaneously manifest uh, everything in front of you? And we're disappointed, while others 
actually did manifest a whole lot. Mm -hmm. They probably didn't have a lot of uh, resistance and they may have been manifesting in an area where they didn't have resistance. For instance, when I first uh, got into this particular type of thinking and, and, and uh, spiritual movement, um, I could manifest money and job promotions and career opportunities like crazy. But boy, I was, <laughs> as people that know me know that I wasn't so hot on relationships because I didn't have any resistance to money and i also didn't have a huge attachment to it but in my family i was who i was married to so it was very very important for me to have the right kind of partner on my arm or let me be on their arm and so because of all of the minutiae in my own head it wasn't easy to manifest and so uh I think that if we look at all of the things going on in the outer world as a symbol of what's going on inside, all of those missed opportunities and bad relationships were just opportunities for me to heal at a deeper level in my own soul. Mm. And, and when we look at that, you know, what has been the key for you in looking at so-called missed opportunities and seeing those as actually gifts? Because, it, you know, isn't part of our experience in life to be able to look back at some of those really tough times or even when we're in the middle of it and, and see that there is a purpose or a meaning to it uh, beyond what we can probably think about in that moment? I think it's all, I think looking back, it's just an all an opportunity for me to get more whole i'm not my relationship i'm 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 i am i'm okay as i am i'm not the way i look i'm okay as i am i'm not uh how much money i make i'm okay as i am and and um that goes back to that spiritual practice of if it's all god then what's wrong with it the way it is and you know what if we think there's something wrong we're gonna have to look at that over and over and over because and over again <laughs> Doesn't wrong show up? Yeah. I mean, if we're holding on to there is something wrong, or I've, you know, I had a conversation with the other day, and, 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 and five sentences out of her mouth, every sentence had the word mistake. Ooh. So if I made that mistake, I mean, and you know, what do you do with that? <laughs> praise well, and raise. Yeah. Well, praise and raise and just, you know, that just to have to get to this thing of there's no mistakes. Yeah. I had to get to the place where there's nothing wrong with me. Mm. That, that I, I may have uh, made, I may have had unskilled behavior, but based on the information I had, I did a really good job. Mm. And I think we have to just get to that place of, I wouldn't do it that way anymore, but I did it that way then, and I'm moving on. Mm. I, I think actually us going over all of our faults and our mistakes is just a really easy way to play it safe. Because then we give ourselves permission to not try. Wow. I, I don't want to be stuck there. And uh, let's talk about trying because you have been doing and the Center for Spiritual Living has been doing some incredible things. So first of all, we know that there's going to be a concert this Friday. And I, I want to remind everyone, uh, we'll take the first two callers. Just call in and we'll give you a copy of the, the choir CD, 1-800-930. 2819. Just give any of your information. 1-800-930-2819. But also, you've been out doing the opening comments for the Extraordinary Speaker Series. And yes. so we've done... Uh, we, we've done a number of these now, and we're getting ready to, uh, you know, kick it in gear again for yeah. a Deepak Chopra. Well, won't that be fun? Oof. So what has this been like for you? I mean, what what has the experience been like for you to be able to connect with people? I mean, you do it every Sunday but or, and beyond and in the classes. What has this been like? Um, 
Um, I guess, I guess the word, I'm glad you used the word connect. I really do want to connect. I, I know that I'm just like the person sitting out there in the, in the audience and they come for things and I come for things and, uh, and that we have common desires and, and questions. And so I, I guess the, is how do I connect? How do I connect? That's that's what it's like. It's mm-hmm. like trying to connect. It is. And to be sort of a part of the energy that is created. You know, we're talking about a vibration of you going over to Egypt. Mm-hmm. And what I've noticed in these events, this has been extremely uh, great energy at these. And every one of them, for me at least, has been a little bit different. But it's been a very powerful, powerful force. Is this now as well a pathway to God? Of course. It's just uh, any time we're it's almost like studying only get to listen to people and you get to watch them and they're so funny and they're interesting and they're entertaining and you get to see somebody that you may have just seen their picture on the cover of a book. So it's it's just a way of studying and trying to be and to remember that um, that we're just remembering most likely we know this stuff. But hearing it in a new way, perhaps it'll get through a little a little deeper. And one of the things that people have said to me and, and, and around this is, and this is a question for you. I you know I grew up as I alluded to. I grew up in you know the Catholic religion, and and believe me, you know. Being part of an Italian family, being part, there's just a church down the street. We made sure we lived by the church, and it was a regular routine thing. I, so I grew up kind of with the institution of religion. And so for me, even today, it's important for me to have a place to go yeah. that I could call my home. How is that? How important is that for people that are looking at spirituality or a pathway to God? How important is it to have the structure in place for them? Well, I don't know if it's about a structure, but Balta, um, the Buddha said we must take refuge in the Dharma, the Buddha, and which means the law, the consciousness, and the Sangha, which is community. I think whether it's you know, by structure, is it, is it like a building or whatever, but boy... There's just so much that can happen in a community. Yeah, yeah. And having people on a similar path who understand you, who don't question you, who don't look at you sideways. Right. (laughs) When you say, you know, I think I can do this, that is empowering. And everyone benefits from something like that. Wow. And I want to mention that if you want to find out more about the Center for Spiritual Living, check it out. Spiritualliving.org. Spiritualliving.org. When we come back, we're going to be talking about community at the Center for Spiritual Living. What's going on there? Some of the classes that are happening and much more. And we also have another CD to give away. Toll free. 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back. Diets and drugs only address symptoms of ill health rather than providing solutions to the problems such as weight gain and chronic pain. Spending just 30 minutes in a portable sauna that uses far-infrared technology can burn 600 calories, rid your body of toxins, and reduce pain. If you're tired of quick fixes that don't work, consider the long-term solution. Detox America's portable far-infrared sauna. Call 888-338-6987. Or visit DetoxAmerica.com. Do you or a loved one have chronic pain? ABC Health Solutions introduces Ferroblock, a fabric that relieves chronic pain with no side effects. Ferroblock's unique construction of micro-thin stainless steel and nylon interrupts EMFs, or high-frequency waves, from damaging our cells, causing inflammation and pain. Call 253 631 
800-800-8270 or visit abchealthsolutions.biz to see a short video regarding Ferroblock. That's abchealthsolutions.biz. See vibrational healer and psychic Sonia Choquette live in Boston. Sonia shows you how to claim and follow your intuition. Plus, she'll answer questions and give powerful audience readings. How to accept your intuitive gifts is an all-new lecture. See Sonia Choquette at the Back Bay Event Center in Boston on Saturday, April 26th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Seats are limited, so call now. 1-800-654-5126 or visit hayhouseevents.com. Enjoy an evening with Deepak Chopra in Seattle on March 4th for his top title, An Evening with Deepak Chopra. In this unforgettable lecture, Deepak will address the deeper meaning of our existence, including what is our true nature? Where do we come from? What is the meaning and purpose of our existence? What are the mechanics of creation? How can we transform ourselves? Deepak explains how the greatest spiritual secrets are tied up in this simple answer. It takes a total shift in perception to realize that you are not in the world. The world is in you. Don't miss this third event in the Five Evenings with Extraordinary People series. Visit thedrpatshow.com for ticket information. Join Deepak Chopra in Seattle on March 4th at 7 p.m. at Benaroya Hall. Visit thedrpatshow.com for more information. Tune in your radio to hear Carrie O'Connor, master visionary, medium, and clairvoyant, as she uses her amazing psychic gifts to help you step into your divine power and begin to create the life of your dreams. Carrie will read your unique energy field, connecting you with the treasures of your soul, your passions, and your true life purpose. Don't miss Carrie's weekly astounding and energetic predictions. Fasten your seatbelt as you take a wild ride with Carrie O'Connor. Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Listen live at thedrpatshow.com. Following the herd is fine until they lead you off a cliff. Think for yourself. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. everyone welcome back to the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by and i want to welcome each of you to the show today reverend dr kathy ann lewis is my very special guest but if you uh, want to get more of what she has to say and joining a community uh, we'd like to make sure that you have that information you can go to spiritualliving.org uh, and check it out and also i wanted to ask you there is there are many many things going on right now oh well and yeah. so i wanted to ask you to talk a little bit about them, uh, especially you know we've heard about the Northwest Flood Relief and so mm -hmm. forth. I mean, this truly is a, com a a community building and building and building, and you know right next to the location is a building that's yeah. building. Yeah, we're we're <laughs> building and we're helping other people build. Uh, we've delivered our first home um, mm. to the Lewis County area. Um, uh, what is it, Mike and Mary? Isn't it Mike and Mary got their first home? They had lost their home. Uh, their mobile home uh, during the flood. And uh, we're doing our second one tomorrow, delivering our second home tomorrow. And that's just a cooperative effort of lots of people chipping in a little bit. 
You know, what's so wonderful is a little bit here and a little bit there, and someone gets a new home. And these are things that would not be able to be covered by insurance because Mm -hmm. they were floods. Mm -hmm. And the other is we we can't wait for the government. I mean, it's not about the government, but the government has FEMA relief, but it wouldn't cover someone's home. I mean, these homes were swept away. They were filled with dirt and mud, and and, um, and yet uh, people just doing a little bit here and there, it's been miraculous. It is the little bit. It's each of us really doing something, finding. And you mentioned earlier when we were talking about practice and we were talking about tools, you know, we mentioned service. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you, when we talk about pathways, um, service creates such, uh, first of all, it, it does help other people, but it also helps us. And I wanted you to uh, to talk about how that is. Well, it is it is true. And some of the people that were involved in, um, in getting some of the first relief that we did, which was to take hay to uh, farmers who had lost their hay, which means they were going to lose their animals. Uh, right. Uh, <sighs> They would email me thanking me for the opportunity and the privilege of helping out. There's no one that participated in these things that didn't feel like they were fed beyond their wildest expectations. And our theme for this year is building a better world. We believe that we can everybody get involved a little bit and do our little corner of the world and we can make the place we can make the world a better place. And, you know, one of the things that I wanted to also mention is that you connect to people in many many different ways uh what i what i love about this is that you know there are classes there are an incredible ways for people to connect and i'd love for you to share a little information about uh, the services and so forth well we do have three services on sunday we have a service on wednesday which is just a little more informal and and uh it's it follows a soup dinner <laughs> that's provided so people can stop in after work uh get fed in all sorts of ways and we think that's a wonderful, wonderful privilege. Uh, we have uh, programs for our children, for our teens. And, of course, we have um, not only classes that, that people pay for because we see this as continuing spiritual right. education. But we have lots of support groups. We have a support group for people that are underemployed or unemployed. We have people a uh, support group for people that want to get out of debt. We have uh, support groups for people who are going through what we call, this is a, such a euphemism, relationship transition. I just think they should call it the the divorce or breakup party but anyway uh, relationship transition uh we have uh groups for people who are are facing um very serious physical challenges which also happens and uh there's lots of things going on in people's lives but we also believe that with god anything's possible and Mm. so that sangha is that spiritual community that comes together and says you know uh, we are here with you as you go through this. You don't have to stay here forever. We, Whatever you're going through, you can go through it and get out of it. And I wanted to ask you about that because I, I don't know that we've ever really talked about this or said this. Um, but I wanted to ask you to let our listeners know in what you believe. Oh, well, and what we believe in. And Forty you, you, I mean, or less. Okay. don't you love it? I don't know. I just got a download that said, "Ask her that question." Yeah. Uh, well, we be- <laughs> we believe that there's that there is a oneness, and there's. And you can call it whatever you want. The field of all possibilities, as uh, Deepak Chopra call it, or, or uh, some people have called it God or whatever. But it's more of um, of a great living potential that exists everywhere, and we can align ourselves with it and um, 
and and in so doing um open up more possibilities for mm. this human life mm. and that's the world of living in the world of unlimited possibilities yeah which is is really open i've heard it explained as open at the top um mm. who, I, I don't i don't remember who said that but it is what Oh, there we go. That's right. And so, you know, it is about uh, looking at the world of possibilities and explaining to ourselves, if we have to explain it, that we don't have to struggle. No, we don't. We sh- well, you know, we a lot of people do, but it's not a necessity. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's on the menu, but we could check the box whether or not yeah, we yeah, want it. Yeah, let's please not struggle. Let's please not struggle. And so getting back to our conversation about Egypt and the trip that you took and how we look at the pathway to God. The thing that I that I, that I'm, I'm most struck by in my own practice is that when I practice, when I work it, it works. Yeah. When I don't. It doesn't. It's ugly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's beyond a doubt ugly. And I wanted to ask you, when I say that, when I work it, it works. It doesn't mean that I have to go off and sit on the top of a mountain. And I wanted you to help us with some very practical tools, something we can do right now to create the shift to open that pathway. You know, I, I, so I'm really... Uh uh, I'm on a forgiveness kick right now. Okay. So forgiveness is a wonderful tool that we can always be doing. And sometimes we think of forgiveness and we think about those dark, ugly things that people have done. Mm. And we try to take on the mountain. It could just be a little thing, like the person that was a little cranky, the person that was a, that was a little forgetful, the person that uh, didn't pay enough attention to us, the person that didn't say thank you, the person that if we didn't like their tone of voice and just practice saying, you know, um, I love this. I love you anyway, in your mind, um, unless they're in a personal relationship with you. But just just look at them and I love you anyway, because forgiveness at its at its its uh, most heartfelt essence is a process uh, for letting love flow through you. And when we let love flow through us, we're letting God flow through us or life or whatever you want to call it so um that's a very simple simple spiritual practice and and i am just like amazed at how many opportunities i have to use that all the time (laughs) actually always opportunities to practice that one i don't have to go anywhere (laughs) i was just thinking of a few right now that i better get on for the rest of the day here yeah yeah. and well thank you so much of reminding us uh, about that and i want to thank you for joining us and as we do uh each time that you're on the show I would love to uh, ask you if you would so lead us in a prayer. Oh, sure. So I just give thanks. Let's just let's just think of something which is also spiritual practice. It's a spiritual practice to say thank you. So let's just um, allow ourselves, each and every one of us, no matter where we are. We don't have to close our eyes. We don't have to stop anything. But let us recall what we're thankful for. And in this attitude of gratitude... Let's connect with the source of all that is good, with, this, with, with the source of all life, with the source of all love. And it's been called by so many different names and reached by so many different traditions and different paths. And yet, at the very heart of spiritual tradition, there is that which we might call God. And let's just open ourselves in this moment to life to that possibility, to that 
that name beyond all names that we could call God and just allow ourselves to be grateful for living. Mm. And with each breath, let us recall those things that are good. And in so doing, we are blessing our life and we are allowing ourselves to recall that we are a blessing on this planet. And let us live that way this day, filled with gratitude, filled with love, and filled with an awareness that God is good, and so are we, and so it is. And so it is. Thank you, Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis. Uh, and I wanted to direct you, everyone, www.spiritualliving.org. Until tomorrow, know that you're loved and know that you're blessed. <laughs>